0: Now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords. Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam.
1: Good morning, Lena, and happy Boxing Day. Is
0: that a thing in the U.S.? I'm no, curious. but I'm well-versed enough to know what Boxing Day is because it's one of the biggest shopping events of the year, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's important. Shopping, yeah, being a keyword. <laughs> hey. Apparently, actually, the history goes back to it was a day after Christmas where the, the servants got gifts. Uh, so, oh, um,
0: that's, yeah, that's that's the origin? huh? Oh. That's apparently
1: the origin, yes. As, okay. uh, that's Hence why, I guess, uh, that whole shopping and sale fest came about, I guess.
0: Can one of our listeners answer why it's called Boxing Day, then?
1: I have no idea. Uh, I
0: think
1: it's box up the already
0: open? No no, 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 no. Listeners uh, living in different parts of the world, let us know. Do you know why it's called Boxing Day? I know it's got nothing to do with the sport boxing. I know that. But, uh, you don't awesome. say. Don't <laughs> we digress. Let's jump into our keyword news portion of the day. We're going to try to clarify some of these major headlines for our listeners, uh, beginning with this first keyword of the day. Workweek ruling. So, the Supreme Court has ruled for the first time that when checking for compliance with the 52 hour work week, the total hours worked in a week should be considered rather than adding up overtime hours worked each day. I read that, but I can't process it. What's the latest?
1: This is a bit confusing, <laughs> isn't it? There's a lot of numbers yeah. involved and a different calculation method as, as well, which is a. Uh, but I'll clear it up for you. This case actually revolved around uh, an individual and identified only. Uh, As Mr. Lee, who was accused of not properly paying overtime and uh, retirement benefits between 2013 and 2016 and of letting workers exceed the overtime limit numerous times, apparently 130 occasions. Now, the Supreme Court partially overturned the previous guilty verdict and set the case back for further review, indicating a significant shift in how overtime hours are calculated. Now, workers at the company run by Mr E worked for three days, followed by one day of rest. Uh, Accordingly, a week was usually five days, but some weeks were uh, three, four or uh, even six days, but with reduced hours in that day. This means that the focus isn't on the daily overtime, but on the total hours worked over the entire week. For instance, If an employee works 15 hours on two days and six hours on three days in a week, the weekly overtime could be or would be considered as uh, eight hours. According to the Supreme Court's reasoning, Mm. this approach does not violate the Labor Standards Act. In contrast, the previous method used by lower courts would have counted this as 14 hours of weekly overtime, thus uh, breaching uh, the law. Now, this decision sets a... Uh, new standard for calculating weekly overtime limits, which had been applied inconsistently in lower court rulings and uh, workplace practices. Uh, previously, the Labour Ministry considered both the sum of daily overtime exceeding eight hours and the weekly total exceeding 40 hours as criteria for violation. Uh, the ruling has drawn criticism from Labour unions though, who argue um, that it undermines the essence of an eight-hour work a day. So basically it's saying uh. that Uh, The Supreme Court is saying that even if you work within uh, 52 hours a week in total, basically, you can work 12 hour, even 14 hour days if you want. uh, But it will be compensated, of course, with reduced hours in another day of the Mm. same week. So Mm. that is the uh, reasoning behind the latest Supreme Court ruling. uh, And now it is... um, being a bit uh, cause of co- uh, cause for controversy at the moment mm. because, as said, uh, Labour users say that one day should be no more than eight days of work eight and hours hence, right right uh eight hours so right. hence uh any overtime uh, should be calculated on that basis uh-huh. uh but of course uh, there's been this whole argument of the whole work week system uh when president yoon wanted to reform it as well basically this whole um notion of a possible 60hour work week as well With maybe the one intent week intent
0: for more flexibility right depending right. on which uh well sector you work in right right yes yeah, so-
1: so the basic uh, kind of summary would be uh, he wants to reform it as a kind of work more, rest longer kind of policy. Right, and right. Uh, it seems like this ruling is kind of um, in favor of that a little bit. But, of course, this is only one case and mm-hmm. one ruling. And we'll have to see if it sets any precedent for any future rulings to come.
0: All right. We'll leave it there for now as we move on to our second key word of the day. Internal threat. So South Korea's defense ministry has revised its mental warfare textbooks designating forces that follow North Korea as what it calls an internal threat. This has sparked concerns that the textbook may provide soldiers with a distorted ideological education. What's the latest?
1: Right. So the updated materials obtained by the Office of Democratic Party lawmaker uh, sung Ho asserted that the. North Korean regime and its military are clear enemies. It classifies forces that challenge the South Korean constitutional order by following North Korean ideology and system as internal threats. The materials detail the existence of groups actually within South Korea that negate the legitimacy of the Republic of Korea and its democratic system. These groups, according to the textbook, remain silent on North Korea's three uh, major hereditary regimes, human rights abuses and severe economic difficulties, and follow North Korea uncritically. Uh, The textbook also reportedly provides examples of North Korea's efforts to establish underground parties uh, in the South. So there's parties that are... Um, sympathetic to North Korea's cause and ideology. Now, recent cases are highlighted where anti-state groups organizing espionage activities were exposed, leading to investigations and trials for violating the National Security Act. These internal threats, as per the manual, continually advocate for the withdrawal of US forces Korea, overthrow of anti-communist regimes and promote uh, anti-American sentiment, pushing for a North Korean style federal unification. Now, this content is not included in the current version of mental warfare training materials. Uh, the updated textbook is also controversial because it describes a former president, Yi Sing Man, only as a leader who prevented the spread of communism with insight and political decision, mm. uh, omitting basically his historical controversies. He's often labeled as you know, a dictator mm. uh, under an authoritarian regime. Um, in describing modern uh, history, the manual briefly mentions that some errors occurred during the authoritarian government uh, era before civilian rule, which was focused on government-led economic growth. Now, this revised textbook is expected to be distributed to the entire military uh, by the end of this month, so Mm. uh, less than a week, actually, until we have um, until the end of this month. So,
0: Mm.
1: yeah, it is stirring a bit of controversy in terms of the wording of it and uh, some interpretations of history and some previous what deemed authoritarian regimes as well. So uh, we'll have to see how this uh, textbook goes about and uh, what kind of backlash it mm. uh, provokes.
0: Uh, meanwhile, the ruling party has deemed an interim leader. Uh, as expected, it's handong now. We get a closer look at the story, our third key word of the day. New party chief. So the former Justice Minister Han Dong-un is to be officially uh, appointed to lead the People Power Party. Uh, that's that's the position to uh, head the emergency committee meeting today. That comes as the party, of course, faces a range of pressing issues leading up to that April general elections. A lot of work cut out for him. What's the latest?
1: Certainly it does come in a time of kind of turmoil. Now, one of those pressing issues and most uh, immediate issues, if you will, is mm-hmm. the anticipated defection of the former, uh, former party leader Eduard's talk, which is actually scheduled for tomorrow, in fact. Mm-hmm. Now, E, who has uh, basically refused to cooperate with President Yoon's aid and has often been accused of going against President Yoon's initiatives, announced his decision to establish a new party uh, earlier this year. Now, some within the ruling party have been calling for Han to actually convince E to remain in the party or at least bring him on side, fearing the loss of appeal to young male voters uh, that E brings. Now, Han, who has been Silence since his nomination and didn't really speak about this issue Uh, is expected to make his inaugural uh, remarks. Uh, as the emergency committee head today. So we'll see what his stance is if he does talk about it at all. Um, his committee will focus on renewing the party and, of course, gearing up for the upcoming general elections, likely beginning their work in earnest at the start of the year. Uh, Han is expected to prioritize picking the members of the emergency leadership committee upon assuming uh, the new role. The actual committee itself apparently will start work on Friday. Now, meanwhile, Han is expected to deal with the after- aftermath. aftermath of the Democratic Party's plans as well to unilaterally pass two investigation proposals during a National Assembly plenary meeting uh, on Thursday. They include a probe into allegations of illegal stock trading by First Lady uh, Kim Gun-hee. Now, Yoon is, of course, expected to veto those uh, proposals, but Um, it does come in some political turmoil uh, nonetheless
0: and it's not just a ruling party the main opposition democratic party also is facing some setbacks what's being done to address some of those issues
1: yeah so the democratic party leader lee Young is planning a series of meetings actually uh, including figures of the previous governments including the ex-president moon Jae-in and former prime ministers as well this is seen as part of efforts for party unity uh, amid internal rifts similar to that of the people power party however Former leader Inagyan, who has declared the formation of a new party, is actually accelerating preparations for that, indicating that reconciling these conflicts won't be uh, straightforward. Now, amid these unresolved differences, there's growing pressure within the DP for Idemyeong to undertake substantial changes, including uh, a shift in uh, leadership strategy as well. Now, Inagyan did say that if there is a shift in such uh, leadership um, uh, strategy and Uh, formation, then uh, Inagel might uh, reconsider his plans for Mm. a new party. Uh, But, of course, there are some in-party fighting going on within the ruling and opposition parties. So uh, we'll have to see how they uh, play
0: out. It's funny because until elections come about, I think from afar we like to group parties into two factions, especially. And I think in South Korean politics and notably the uh, American politics. And then you get to the nitty gritty, and you see these anti factions within and the fights within parties. You're right. like, ah, not a monolithic party after all.
1: <laughs> right. So if you thought that they were just <laughs> right. fighting amongst uh, between them, they're also fighting amongst <laughs> themselves as well. So of
0: course, yeah,
1: certainly entertaining for those. Uh, <laughs> Uh, viewing from the outside but mm. i guess uh, not the best of situations and scenarios for the parties themselves
0: what we need to keep tabs on it is, of course what are the causes worth fighting for and that's what probably the constituencies are interested in we'll leave it there for now it's only the beginning our fourth keyword of the day Bloomy outlook. So, K's economy is projected to continue its sluggish growth in the coming year with forecasts indicating a mere 1.8% increase in real GDP. Uh, That does not look promising. Tell us the details.
1: Yeah, so this this kind of psychological uh, kind of benchmark of 2% being kind of a a stable uh, economic growth. But, of course, for the second... Uh, or going into the new year, uh, LG Economic Research Institute predicts that it will be less than that. Now, this marginal improvement, which is up from this year's estimated 1.3% growth, still, of course, falls short of the Bank of Korea's 2.1 percent prediction. Now, the report anticipates subdued growth in various sectors. Uh, Private consumption is expected to grow by only one and a half percent. Construction investment might see a decline of 0.6 percent. Moreover, export and import growth rates are projected to be lower than this year's figures at 2.1 percent and a half percent, respectively. Now, the consumer price inflation rate Uh, for the next year is estimated at 2.8%, which is a decrease from this year's 3.6%, but it is still, of course, uh, significantly above the BOK's target of 2%. Now, the report also highlights that the decline in the inflation rate will be actually slower uh, than this year, with uncertainties like geopolitical tensions and irregular weather patterns Mm. affecting um, energy and food prices. Financial and capital market instability in Korea is... Uh, Likely to persist as well. Uh, The report warns against premature optimism regarding the easing of major central banks' monetary policies as well. The US Fed's interest rate cuts might start only in mid 2024 and are expected to be modest according to the report the bank of korea is predicted to follow suit but at a later stage and with smaller cuts is the prediction now even if the benchmark interest rate decreases it's not anticipated to directly lead to lower market rates so the ones felt by Um, the public uh, will probably be non-existent according to Mm. uh, the Institute. Now regarding exchange rates the report forecasts a gradual decrease in the one dollar exchange rate but rules out a return to the uh, 1101 level it's currently in the kind of 1300 range at the moment so yeah still um, uh, quite a wide gap between 1100 and 1300 of course
0: and for our final keyword we take you to a war zone our last keyword of the day
1: Bloody Christmas.
0: So, Israel has intensified its assault on the Gaza Strip, killing scores of people at a refugee camp. Palestinian authorities are reporting that 250 people have been killed in a wave of airstrikes over 24 hours. What's the latest?
1: So, uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu had actually doubled down on Israel's commitment to the war effort, saying the Israeli military was intensifying operations inside Gaza, and it certainly has Mm -hmm. over the christmas period uh, more than 100 people were reportedly killed in israeli airstrikes late on sunday including at least 70 in bombings that hit a residential block in the maghazi refugee camp now other reports uh, citing palestinian authorities put the number at over 250. Uh, A spokesman for the Gaza Health Ministry expressed concerns that the death toll might rise as the airstrike targeted a residential area heavily populated with families, including many women and children. Uh, Palestinian media uh, described the night of the airstrikes, which began hours uh, before Christmas and continued until the dawn of December 25th as the worst night since the outbreak of the war uh, in October. Now, in response to the airstrikes on the al-Maghazi camp. The Israeli military stated that they were in the process of verifying the reports, uh, but still reaffirmed their commitment to minimizing civilian casualties. Now, during the Christmas holiday, 17 Israeli soldiers also lost their lives in combat, uh, increasing Israeli uh, casualties. Meanwhile, the plight of refugees in the Gaza Strip, already in turmoil, of course, due to the ongoing war, has reportedly worsened mm. uh, due to the onset of winter cold and heavy rains as well.
0: Thank you very much, Adam, for today's coverage. And you're right about uh, Boxing a Day. The wealthy would box up items they no longer needed to give to the poor, according to mm. our listener, Iron. <laughs>
1: ah, well, there you go. <laughs> thank, thank,
0: thank you, you very much. See you tomorrow.
1: You're very welcome. See you tomorrow. <laughs>